Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of this beautiful book, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace, Srila AC, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and today I have a guest, my sister Vishakha. Haribo. Yes, so we'll be reading together. Okay. So. Yesterday we stopped at such a crucial point where Nawab Hussein Shah came to visit Swami and he accused him of submitting sick reports while being healthy because he was studying Srimad Bhagavatam at that time. So he said, if you retire from government service, how will the administration be run? Here is the reply. You are the governor of Gauda. Sanatana Goswami replied very gravely. And you punish different kinds of criminals in different ways. So you are at liberty to punish anyone according to his activity. By this reply, Sanatana Goswami indicated that since the governor was engaging in hunting animals and in killing men to expand his kingdom, let both of them suffer according to the acts they were performing. The Nawab, being intelligent, understood Sanatana Goswami's purport. He left the house in an angry mood and shortly afterward he went off to conquer Arissa. He ordered the arrest of Sanatana Goswami and commanded that he be held until the Nawab returned. When Rupa Goswami learned that the Nawab had arrested his elder brother, Sanatana, Rupa sent Sanatana a message that he could use the 10,000 coins in the care of the Bengali grocer to secure his release from the Nawab's detention. Having sent this message, Rupa departed for Vrindavan with his younger brother, Vallabha, to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. After receiving Rupa Goswami's message, Sanatana offered 5,000 of the coins to the keeper of the jail, in which he was being held in custody. He advised the jailkeeper to gladly accept the 5,000 coins from him and let him go, because by accepting the money, he would not only be materially benefited, but would also be acting very righteously by freeing Sanatana for spiritual purposes. So a bribe, basically. He bribed him. Yeah. Yes. Actually, when I first read this pastime, I was like, for me, this was change of paradigms or something, because uh, I would be the kind of person, if I would be, God forbid, if I would be put in jail, I would be thinking, well, Krishna wants me to be in jail then, must be, <laughs> you know? Mm. And here Sanat Nagaswami, he's like, 
no, I'm supposed to meet Lord Chaitanya. Mm-hmm. So I have this Lakshmi. This Lakshmi was sent by Krishna at my disposal by Rupa Goswami so I can bribe him. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was bribing. He didn't think that bribing is a sin, so I have to stay in jail. It was, yeah, it was mm-hmm. not intelligent. I mean, it's healthy humility. Healthy humility, Haribo. Yes, healthy humility. Hmm. So he decided to bribe him. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would like to let you go. The jailkeeper replied. For you have done many services for me and you are in government service. But I'm afraid of the Nawab. When he hears that you are free, I'll have to explain everything to him. How can I accept such a proposal? Sanatana then invented a story the jailkeeper might submit to the Nawab to explain how he had escaped. And he raised his offer to 10,000 coins. Anxious to get the money, the jailkeeper agreed to the proposition and let him go. Sanatana then departed to see the Lord. He did not travel on the open road, but went through the jungles until he arrived at a place in Bihar called Patada. There he rested in a hotel, but the hotel keeper was informed by an astrologer employed there that Sanatana Goswami had some gold coins with him. The hotel keeper, wanting to steal the money, spoke to Sanatana with superficial respect. Like mockingly? Mockingly? No, no, mockingly... What is superficial then? Superficial respect in this case would be that... uh, no, if mockingly he would drive Sanatana away, but he wanted him to rest for tonight. Ah, okay. So he was like, just take your rest tonight and in the morning I shall arrange for you to get out of this jungle trap. So he was very respectful, which ah, was supposed okay. to be believable, mm-hmm. but it was superficial. Mm-hmm. You know? That's called politics. <laughs> okay. Damn. Yeah. However, Sanatana was suspicious of his behavior. Hmm? Mm. There's no sincerity in there, you know? Why is he so nice to me? You know, it's like, you can only have free cheese in a rat trap. Sanatana was suspicious of his behavior and he inquired from his servant Ishana whether he had some money. Ishana told him that he had seven gold coins. Sanatana did not like the idea of the servant carrying such money. He became angry with him and said, Why do you carry this death kneel on the road? Sanatana at once took the gold coins and offered them to the hotel keeper. He then requested the hotel keeper to help him through the jungle. Sanatana informed him that he was on a special journey for the government, and that since he could not travel on the open road, it would be very kind of the hotel keeper to help him through the jungle and over the the hills. Mm -hmm. 
through the jungle over the hills. The hotel keeper replied, I learned that you had eight coins with you and I was thinking of killing you to take them. But I can understand that you are a very good man and so you don't have to offer me the money. I will get you over this hilly tract of land. To just confess I was gonna kill you. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I never thought about it, but that's a lot. If you don't accept these coins, then someone else will take them from me, Sanatana replied. Someone will kill me for them, so it is better that you take them. I offer them to you. The hotel keeper then gave him full assistance and that very night he helped him get past the hills. You know what's interesting is that um, actually this story is described here in summary, but in Chaitanya Chiritamrita there is also, it's mentioned there that Ishan told him that he had seven gold coins, right? Mm-hmm. And here hotel keeper said that I learned that you had eight gold coins. Mm-hmm. So Ishan said seven and hotel keeper said I learned that you had eight. When I heard this story for the first time and I was like, okay, so the astrologer said that according to my calculations, he had eight gold coins. And I was thinking that what kind of miraculous level of astrology is this that he can figure out the number of the coins you know, he said calculated. He didn't said I envisioned, mm-hmm. right? He didn't say I had the premonition, right? He said he mm-hmm. calculated that. And I would never think like, how is that possible to do? Until I I, I came across that the website of Shyama Sundara Prabhu, mm-hmm. um, the astrologer, um, Iskon astrologer, and over there like he explains that actually astrology, in its pure form, is mathematics. So you can figure out these things. It's really it's incredible. Powerful. Yeah, powerful. Mm. So Sanatana said that if you don't accept these, that somebody else, somebody else will kill them, will, will kill me for them. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't hide basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit. So the full story is in Chitanjali Tamrita. Yeah, the full story is in Chitanjali Tamrita. Because they don't say here what uh, he said to the guard, like what story to tell. This is this which is, is the... also interesting because it sounds like some action stuff. Um, it's a, it's a summary study. That's why yeah. TLC uh, TLC Teachings of Lord Chaitanya is a summary study of Chaitanya mm-hmm. Charitamrita. Yes. So when Sanatana emerged from the hills, he requested his servant to go home with the one coin he still had with him. For Sanatana decided he would go on alone. After the departure of his servant, Sanatana felt completely free. With torn clothing and with a water pot in his hand, he proceeded toward Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. On the way, he met his rich brother-in-law, who was also in the government service and who offered him an excellent blanket which Sanatana accepted at his special request. Then he departed from him and went on alone to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at Binares. 
When he reached Benares, Sanatana learned that the Lord was there and he became overjoyed. He was informed by the people that the Lord was staying at the house of Chandrasekhar and Sanatana went there. Although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was inside the house, he could understand that Sanatana had arrived at the door and he asked Chandrasekhara to call in the man who was sitting there. He is a Vaishnava, a great devotee of the Lord, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Chandrasekhara came out to see the man, but he saw no Vaishnava at the door. He saw only a man who appeared to be a Muslim mendicant. The Lord then asked to see the mendicant. And when Sanatana entered the courtyard, Lord Chaitanya hurriedly came out to receive him and embrace him. When the Lord embraced him, Sanatana became overwhelmed with spiritual ecstasy and he said, My dear Lord, please do not touch me. <laughs> oh, he's so humble. But they embraced each other and began to cry. Seeing Sanatana and Lord Chaitanya acting thus, Chandrasekhara was struck with wonder. Just like you did. You're like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then asked Sanatana to sit down with him on a bench. The Lord was touching the body of Sanatana with his hand. And again, Sanatana asked him, My dear Lord, please do not touch me. I am touching you just for my purification, the Lord replied, for you are a great devotee. By your devotional service you can deliver the whole universe and enable everyone to go back to Godhead. What, is, what an awesome thing to hear from the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. This is just such love of the Lord. I mean, it looks like Chandrasekhar was shocked because he looked Muslim, not Vaishnava. Yes, yes. I was shocked because uh, he said, like, don't touch me. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of, someone's going for a hug, you're like, don't touch me. Like, no, he considered himself, like, he was traveling for a long time, perhaps. Ah, okay. Because he will be taking a bath later on. Ah, okay, mm -hmm. makes sense. So he was... Everyone they, usually says that when they just come from a journey. Mm, you can yeah. also say so, but he also considered... The, because the Lord is the purest of the pure, right? Oh, oh, yeah. So when you realize that the Lord is purest of the pure, you kind of feel yourself a little bit... Uh, yeah. But we are... I mean, that's what we... We can... One can never know the mind of a pure devotee, but mm -hmm. uh, it's one way to look at it, mm -hmm. of course. That's, yeah, humility again. Mm -hmm. mm. So... The Lord then quoted a nice verse from the Vedic literature stating that a person who is a devotee of Lord Krishna and is 100% engaged in devotional service is far better than a Brahmana who is versed in all the Vedic literatures but who does not engage in the devotional service of the Lord. Because the devotee carries the Supreme Lord within his heart, he can purify 
every place and everything. I think we should stop at this wonderful, such a powerful point. The it is, yeah. Devotee can purify anything. Because he's more active in devotional service. He's completely engaged in devotional service. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in today, everyone. Thank you, Vishaka, for coming in. It was my pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure too. So we shall see you all tomorrow. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo.